Predictions are dangerous. We absolutely need more inventory. The Fed doesn't actually have a lot of tools to regulate inflation. That cash has dried up. Wow, is my first thought, Bruce. If both parties don't win, it doesn't happen. The Real Look. Trending News. G'day. Today's Wednesday, October 25th. I'm Bruce Hardy. And I'm Chase Williams. And this is the news you need to know. Well, Chase, with mortgage rates nearly touching 8%, Builder Confidence, not surprisingly, dropped four points in October, falling to its lowest point since January 2023. The National Association of Home Builders and Wells Fargo Housing Market Index reported this is the third consecutive monthly decline in Builder Confidence. So uh, what thinks you of this? Well, I mean, you know, confidence, sentiment, some of these words that are used in these stories, Bruce, is ultimately how they're feeling, if you want to think about it that way. And of course, how they're feeling about certain pieces of their business. For example, they're measuring current sales conditions. They're measuring traffic of prospective buyers. They're measuring the charting of sales expectations over the next six months, as an example, and how these home builders are feeling about those things. And the longer that this environment goes on in the real estate industry, particularly with high rates, as the story kind of references, the more trepidatious some of these builders feel, right? For obvious reasons, it impacts their buyers of their homes. It impacts the cost of money that they need and are using for developing these properties and building these homes. And it just kind of casts a dark cloud over the future, not necessarily because it's going to be a bad future. It just looks dark and there's not a lot of clarity. So kind of the longer these things go on, the more those feelings and those sentiments can kind of dip down toward the negative direction, if you will. And I think that's exactly what we're experiencing. This is not just new news as of yesterday, some of the challenges that we're all facing, right? It's been quite some time now. Well, I thought it was interesting. The National Association of Home Builders Chairman Alicia Huey said builders have reported lower levels of buyer traffic as some buyers, particularly younger ones, are priced out of the market because of higher interest rates. And also higher interest rates are also increasing the cost and availability of builder development and construction loans, which harms supply and contributes to lower housing affordability. These are interesting times, Chase, in that these factors are all coming in, right? So it's not just the buyers and their ability to buy, but it's also the builders and how they're feeling about sticking their neck out, taking on these higher cost loans, right, for development construction. Yeah. And to offer a little context to this particular index, right, a measurement of 50 is considered neutral, right? Their feeling or their sentiment is neutral. Above 50 would be positive, below 50 would be negative, right? And so let's look at the three areas. The three major areas that they measure, again, the first being current sales conditions fell to 46. So again, negative, below 50, which is neutral. This is the big one though, Bruce. The gauge measuring traffic of prospective buyers declined to 26, well below the neutral of 50. And then of course, sales expectations over the next six months, that index is at 44. So all three of those are below 50, but the biggest drop and the lowest is in the traffic of prospective buyers. And given the market conditions and interest rates, that's not a surprise, right? Yeah. Additionally, when you dig into the survey results, what they discovered was 32% of builders have reported cutting home prices, while 62% of home builders have provided sales incentives. Right now, according to National Association of Home Builders, the average price discount remained at 6%. 
the builders, they're in the business of building and selling homes, right? These are professional sellers. So I think it's smart for them to get ahead of it, to go drive that, realizing that traffic is down. You know, we've talked about this over and over, Chase, and that is, is that housing is actually the largest contributor to the inflation numbers that we see, right? The CPI number housing accounts for over half of that increase. So this is an ongoing issue. It's not just our industry's issue. I mean, the country has to deal with this. Yeah. And, you know, these home builders, they have benefited, Bruce, from the fact that overall inventory is still pretty low. So it's been kind of a bright spot, if you will, in the industry. And yet they don't get to escape the challenge entirely because of rates and what that's doing to buyer demand. And you're seeing that here in the story. Let's talk about existing home sales. They also fell 2% in September from August, reaching a seasonally adjusted annual rate. Now get this, Chase, 3.96 million. And that's according to the National Association of Realtors. Now compared to September of 2022, existing home sales slumped 15.4%, down from 4.68 million in September. We've been having this conversation where we're seeing this trend going down, and you and I talked about this. We could potentially see an annualized number by the end of the year of four to four point one million home sales. Yeah, and this is the first time, Bruce, we've seen it seasonally adjusted dip below four million, three point nine six, as you referenced, and that's a big deal, Bruce. And I think as you continue to see these seasonally adjusted numbers drop. We know that they're likely to drop more in the fourth quarter because of what we typically see in any given year, just given seasonality in general. So, yeah, I think we'd be lucky at this point to hold on to that between 4 million and 4.1 million based on what we've seen. And anything under four, Bruce, again, would be, you know, lowest number of sales dating back all the way to like the mid 90s. I don't have the exact date in front of me. I think it might be 95. But either way, it's a long, long time ago we've seen those few home sales in a given year. There's no doubt at this point, Bruce, that everyone even remotely near the real estate industry is feeling that dramatic drop from what we experienced during COVID and and shortly thereafter. You put on top of that, that low number with a record number of realtors in the industry. And what you realize is that the average number of home sales per agent will be the lowest we've ever seen since they've been recording it. Now, our listeners, we're actually, I think, Chase, speaking to a really smart group and to a group of people who aren't average right. by any stretch of the no imagination. Doubt. So, you know, even at 3.96 million, there's more homes there than each of us individually can sell. So the opportunity's there, and it just means we have to get ahead of it. And what I think we've got to be really careful about is we don't go into victim mode, right, where we're a victim of the market. Oh, woe is me. My business is down because the market is down. Your buddy, Lawrence Yun, is sort of playing into that. i got to be honest with you, Chase, because he said, right, as has been the case throughout the year, limited inventory and low housing affordability continue to hamper home sales. Well, that's a duh. But he also said the Federal Reserve simply cannot keep raising interest rates in light of softening inflation and weakening job gains. You know, Lawrence, i got to say, mate, they're going to do what they need to do right, to get inflation down. And it's not where it needs to be yet. And yet, it's going to impact us as an industry. And we just have to not be victim about it. I agree, Bruce. And, you know, we like to tease Lawrence on this show, because, you know, he he just happens to be in our industry. So we get to report on what he says a lot. 
I can appreciate him advocating for the one industry that he's part of, and that's real estate and AR, right? But like you said, the federal government isn't just looking at one industry. They're looking at the total economy, and they absolutely can do what he thinks that they can't. There is a little bit of bright news in this story as well, Bruce, and that is that inventory continues to tick up, right? We're still well below what we would like to have or what we would even need, but it is coming up and it's coming up slightly. We've got a long way to go, though, I will say that. So it's good to see that moving in the right direction. Also, Bruce, the median existing home price as measured by NAR fell for the first time in four months to just under the $400,000 threshold to $394,300. So that's kind of all the homes in the median price. So we're starting to, again, I wouldn't call that exactly a softening, but we're certainly not seeing the skyrocketing appreciation that we had in prior years. And it's probably time that it didn't do that for quite some time to kind of come back in line with some of the affordability numbers we would hope to get back to given the, the current conditions and rates. Well, as we previously reported in the last story, Chase, we're seeing builders giving incentives or dropping their price and you know, 32% of them dropped their price on an average of 6%. And yet we're seeing existing home sales. So new construction versus existing, it's still 2.8% higher than September of last year, even though it fell month over month from August. So yeah, I think these are fascinating times. In additional news, homeowners have been able to, and this is good news, Chase, have took advantage of soaring home values this summer, setting a new record for, now, this will sound like it's conflicting news, but a new record for median home prices in an analysis by Adam, which shows the median home price in the 155 metropolitan markets that they track actually rose to 350000 in the third quarter. And that's 2% higher than the previous record of 343000 set a quarter earlier and 6.1% higher than the 329900 tallied during the same period last year. Additionally, profit margins for median price sales homes and condos rose from 56.6% in the second quarter to 59% in the third quarter. Now, what are your thoughts around this information, Chase? Well, Bruce, first of all, for those listeners that are acutely aware of the fact that we just gave a different median price point, like you said, it sounds conflicting. I just want to make sure and point out that this particular report is only measuring, like you said, 155 metropolitan areas, whereas the NAR report that we gave before is measuring kind of all sales collectively, right? So it's definitely either way, Bruce, an indication that home values remain strong through this challenge that we're facing. And that's good news for homeowners. You and I both believe that homeownership is still an incredible opportunity for all who choose to take it. And we know that it can be incredibly important toward the building of wealth over time and has been for many, many, many decades, right? So this is just proving that in the midst of a storm, in the midst of a legitimate challenge in the industry, homeowners are still winning based on the value of their homes, the equity that is in their homes. And what they're calling here is profit margins, which we believe to be, in essence, their equity. I do think this is great news, Bruce. It's just a solid reminder to the resiliency of American real estate over the long term. It's great to be a homeowner right now, even if you feel stuck because you don't want to lose your low rate. And so you're keeping your home from market. We know that's happening out there. It's nice to lay your head down at night in the home that you own and know that you still have a lot of equity tied up into it, which gives you a lot of options in the future. And I think this story is kind of illustrating that. 
And I agree with you, Jason. It validates what we reported previously, right? And when you look at the research, 70% of homeowners have at least 50% of equity in their home. And that equity number, based on these numbers, is actually increasing. As home prices are increasing, and again, supply and demand, you keep the supply limited, demand increases, and it raises prices. So again, good news for homeowners. And by the way, again, I think there's a story here that we need to be sharing with consumers who are sitting on the fence because they're worried about this 7 to 8% interest rate, right, for mortgages. Mm-hmm. And what you realize is, is that regardless of what that interest rate is, if it's affordable, you can actually lock in your housing expenses and, oh, by the way, be building equity rather than sitting on the sidelines hoping for the rates to come down and not building equity. Yeah, I agree, Bruce. You certainly need to be able to afford the home you're buying, no matter what the current rates are. And if you can, it's still an incredible vehicle toward wealth building, right? You can marry the house and date the rate, as we've talked about before, for example, because things could change with rates over time. We don't know if they will, but if you can afford the house today, it's still an amazing opportunity to own the home. And I think you're right, Bruce. I think that a good reminder for those consumers that are sitting on the fence is regardless of what the mortgage interest rates are, remember that paying rent to someone else is a 100% rate that you're paying, not an 8% rate, for example. So in contrast, this is good news for home sellers, and this is continuing encouragement for those would-be homeowners. I think the message here is buy dirt. Right. Or buy real estate. Get into real estate. It's always a good time to buy real estate for the long run. Well, that's the news you need to know. Don't miss this Friday's Northern Lights episode, where we'll interview Heather Kane, leader of Style to Design and owner of Keller Williams Realty Naples in Naples, Florida. Thanks again for tuning in with us on The Real Look. This podcast is produced by Marissa Frost. Visit kwnwr.com to access the show notes from today's episode. Head over to Apple, Google, or Spotify, or really any major streaming platform to subscribe and don't forget to leave us a review. Thanks again for listening to The Real Look.